Hello friends, it's me here again. Today I got to sit and chat with Karika Yonrame. We worked through her life, discussed her transitions between different industries, her habits of taking risks in the past, and how they've affected her outlook on this current situation with COVID-19. It's a truly fascinating episode on risk, on thinking about reframing the situation for yourself. And I thoroughly enjoyed having the interview, and I think you listeners will enjoy listening to it as well. Thank you again for listening. Follow us at PodSafeRapker on Instagram, and we'll share the links to our guests' Instagram and information in our show notes. Thank you again, and enjoy. Welcome to PodSafe Africa. 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 Welcome to Pod Save 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 Africa. Welcome. Hello, welcome back to Pod Save Africa. It's your host, Akiandi Adirili, and I have the pleasure of being here with Karika. Karika, actually. I'm going to let you teach me, both me and my guests, how to pronounce your full name, and then we can go <laughs> into it. Okay. Karika. Karika. Awesome. Awesome. And you are from? Nigeria. Awesome. How about you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. So my name is Karika. Um, I'm a networking and people's strategy expert who partners with professionals and entrepreneurs to grow their personal and professional brands. So um, in the many years I've spent working in business development for oil and gas companies, I realized that people were not leveraging their potentials to make money and create value. So I made it a point of duty to help them harness you know, their value proposition. And the journey of helping one person has led to empowering over 4,000 entrepreneurs from 20 plus countries in the areas of personal branding, networking, and value creation. So yeah, that's me, about me in a nutshell. Awesome, awesome. So, so let's 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 talk. Uh, you were telling me just before the call about like how just like share a little little bit about your personal journey to business development in oil and glass companies. How about you share a little bit about what you did before, what you did coming out of college, etc. Okay, so um, after college, I worked as a. Quite frankly, thinking about my my career has been very interesting. <laughs> okay, so after college, I worked in project management for a consulting firm. I did that and then I moved to oil and gas. I was in oil and gas for about five years. And in oil and gas, I had different roles. I worked in different places, um, different countries, different projects, but everything oil and gas. And then after oil and gas, I started this thing, the networking thing, and I started a company called Karika Republic. So it's it, it actually started out, like I was telling you, it started out as a joke. I, I mean, the, in the plan of my life, I didn't say, oh, well, I always thought I would be like an engineer, mm-hmm. you know, in business development, and that would be my life, you know. But it's interesting how I'm doing what I do now. And what's so interesting is because the things I do are things that are very, in Nigeria, quite frankly, it's, people do not really know what networking is. So half the time, people are like, what do you really do? What really is networking? What's personal <laughs> branding? You know, so you always have to explain to people. So it feels like, um, 
I'm literally working in, you know, I'm literally creating the footpath for others to run because it's a, it's a terrain that people have not really navigated. So it's very interesting. It's tough, but it's also really interesting. And, you know, so many learnings. And I mean, I think it's made me a better human and, you know, just a more holistic person. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Um, now let's let's go to the uh, the big cloud over all of our heads. Um, <laughs> it's that is really what it feels like. Um, COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, one, um, you know, I'm asking all my guests in this series is, you know, how has it affected you personally? How has it made you think about life? So um, let's start with how it's affected you personally. Um, you currently live in Lagos, Nigeria. What does that situation look like, and how has it affected your your life? Okay, so <laughs> Corona, <laughs> yeah. it's so let me from my own point of view. So, firstly, um, I'm trying to go to school, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and right now, Corona is making it you know, it's like, like, like I kind of said, you know, it's it's this big cloud over my head because I'm like, what to do, what not to do, you know, am I going to start remotely? So, that's like a big the big picture for me, right? The big, the biggest cloud over my head. But, you know, generally, so the good thing about Corona for me, is, like specifically is that my business is really online. So, so in a, in an interesting way, yes, it has affected me, but I think that um, because I already had, my business had this, um, I, my business was, is online and, you know, it's, it's a virtual business and all of that. So I would say that, you know, I've been able to, obviously my clients, you know, have been affected negatively and stuff like that. But for me, you know, it has just shown me the importance of having an online business and the world is literally moving to a virtual economy. And, you know, I think that Corona has just, because even before I was not sure, like, oh, why am I doing an online business? Because in Nigeria, online is still very vague. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, where's your office? Um, yeah. I had to get an office because People would not want to do business with you because they're like, oh, they want to see your office, your big signboard, say Karika Republic and stuff like that, you know. And, you know, I, I was I, I was still going back and forth in my mind on what to do. But Corona has just sort of emphasized the importance of, you know, having a lean business and yeah. um, having a lean business and, you know, just owning the fact that, yes, my business is online and running with it, right? So for me, I would say the two biggest things have just been, you know, the fact that I have a lot of decisions to make. And I mean, even some businesses or some projects and contracts that I had to run, Corona has sort of stopped a lot of things because wow. no travel. I was supposed to be in London for it. I was supposed to be talking somewhere in London, you know, no travel. I was supposed to be in, I was supposed to be in, I was supposed to go to London and from London go to America and then come back to Nigeria. But, you know, no travel. So um, a lot of business deals that I had because it was in person have been sort of put on hold. So obviously that's from a from an income um, point of view, you know. So what this has taught me is, you know, to create value through other means, right? So yeah. how do I re-strategize? What can I do, right? So that has been it for me, right? But generally in Lagos, it's been very tough because, I mean, the government implemented a lockdown and um, quite frankly, I was looking to see how <laughs> how long it would last because Lagos is a country. Um, I say Lagos is a country. Lagos is a place where people, I mean, seventy percent of the households in Lagos, you know, live on daily wages, right? So how and people do not really have a saving culture. Yeah. I mean, Corona sort of reemphasized the fact that people do not save. 
you know and i mean you really can't blame them because how much are they really earning you know so it was just a lot of things it just showed how for us as a country i'm nigerian and speaking for nigeria for us as a country we need to do better it showed us how we're not prepared for rainy days you know there's a lot of it's been it's been i mean a lot of businesses put on hold people some people cannot feed because there's no income you know so it's been a very difficult moment in nigeria it's been very very difficult and you know but the good thing is you know i one thing i like about nigerians is that as much as we have our differences as much as we have all of the you know intricate um, things that we have but one of the good things is that we know how to come together to support ourselves so a lot of people have come up with different initiatives to to help nigerians you know nigerians that cannot exactly afford to feed so there's been different initiatives you know people giving food people trying to help other people you know so there's been this whole communal spirit you know during this COVID period so for me it's good to see it's good to see. i i'm like it's good to see how um you know we sort of return back to the humanity you know the human nature how everybody's just trying to support everybody it's been really really interesting to see so yes corona has had a very devastating effect on not just people in the world but even in nigeria and, and in lagos especially because I, I live in lagos and you know i can say firsthand what's happening in lagos right but it's interesting we'll see how all these things go we're still looking we're still watching to see you know how how all of this would end so yes yeah, I, I, the thing the thing that appears to be the greatest with with many people governments and even uh individual specifically I, I find that most folks most folks seem to have just this uncertainty you know people don't know exactly what's going to happen how quickly this thing is going to spread um nigeria has what 3000 cases now and roughly 100 deaths um which by relative standards is so far not as bad as many other countries but you know when you look at how bad it could potentially get for a, for a country that populated you understand why the government is trying to do a lockdown and trying to figure out how to face people. And um, I guess my question for you now is like on your, in your personal life with all this uncertainty, uncertainty, you know, you talked about school earlier, you talked about all this, all these projects and agreements and things you've had um, for your business that are, are, are um, looking quite different now. Um, my question is how are you dealing with uncertainty personally and professionally? Personally, I'm taking it one day at a time. <laughs> I'm taking it one day at a time, right? And um, that, 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 that's it. I'm just taking it one day at a time. You know, I'm not trying to overthink things. You know, I, I'm just taking it as the day, as it comes daily, right? So that's what I'm doing personally because, I mean, when Corona started, I almost, I tried to think and think around it. And, you know, I ended up with, several migraines and i was just like you know karika just stop <laughs> just stop you didn't cause corona it's a global pandemic so you know just just go with the flu right so and but interestingly you know something else one of you interestingly i didn't exactly panic when corona started maybe because um i was in the u.s before i came back to nigeria mm -hmm. i was I, I was in the u.s for holidays so corona had and I was in DC, New York. So, I mean, I already started hearing about it. It wasn't as bad as it is right now. So yeah. I sort of had, I, I, when, I, when I heard about it, I went to read, you know, I was like, okay, what's, and for me, I always try to project worst case scenario. So I think that doing that already sort of 
I mean, just made me, I just predicted the worst case because I'm like, okay, this thing is happening now. It's not yet bad. I mean, it, it, this is like January, February, like February, yes, February, March. So it was still very, I um, mean, in the elementary phase, right? So I think that just projecting the worst case scenario sort of, now that all of these things are happening, it's more like, okay, I already sort of predicted it, right? That's one, two. Um, remember I said that I had, I quit, I left, quit my job to start Caricare Republic, right? Yeah. And that in itself was a lot of uncertainty because it was like, everybody was like, Caricare, you crazy. Why are you, sorry for my choice no, of no, words. You know, why are you, I mean, in Nigeria, oil and gas is like the all in all, that's, right? So it's like, why are you giving, <laughs> why are you living oil and gas for, for what? What does, what, what, what's they talking, you know? So I, in the last 18 months, I have lived with uncertainty. Like, I have lived it. Like, I've taken risk upon risk. So, for me, I think that this whole corona time is like, okay. I mean, we've been doing this for like 18 months. So, you're used to the environment of risk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really. So, I think that that's why um, I'm not really having an out of body experience with corona. It's more like, okay, this is for me, it's just like another form of risk or, you know, another form of uncertainty that I would. Pasture. So, yeah. fair, enough, fair enough. So now looking at, um, I'd like to ask you about two two different parts. One is more Nigerian related and to your, your history in oil and gas. And then the second is with your current work now. Let's start mm-hmm. with what you currently do. Um, you're working in, in brand and networking uh, management, connecting people to brands. What does that, what do you think that, how do you think that evolves, especially in, in Nigeria, the broader African continent? with regards to corona now like if everything is forced online for the foreseeable future um is that good for your business what does that look like um does it make more brands have to come online and seek out people like you to to mm-hmm. um, project their brand and advertise themselves yes so the good thing is that i mean fortunately this is good for my business because everybody now saw of a sudden they realized the need you know, to have an online presence, the need to build their brands and, you know, all of that. So it's been, it's been, it, I've had a lot of, I've had um, over in the last one month, two months, I've had like 100% increase in my clients, you wow. know, new clients, yes, new clients, um, clients that have worked with instead of coming back to strategize and all of that. So for my current business, you know, it's been good. I hate to say it, but it's been good. Because <laughs> hey, I feel like the rest of the world is dealing with stuff, and you know, and right now it's like, yeah, people, I have more clients. So, but yes, it's been good because again, the world is moving to a virtual economy, and I think more people or more Nigerians realize the need to to sort of have like an online model, so that when things like Corona happen, right, brick and mortar businesses do not just die like that. So it's been good, and it's been very tough because. You're coming to meet me. I mean, I've never ha- gone through Corona before, so it's like people expect you to sort of have the answers when you're also navigating through um, this pandemic yourself. So I would say that it's been good, but it's been very tough because people expect you to have answers. And you know, when it comes to networking, and um, in Nigeria they call me networking queen. So when it comes to networking and personal branding, people already you know i mean taught me that in that in that aspect so people already expect you to have all the answers right so i would say that um corona has also made me 
um, more assertive. You know, it made me also speak out more. You know, I realized that, okay, there's this responsibility, like just stand up as a leader and, you know, help people, lead people, be there for people, for businesses, you know, just be that voice of reason, right? And I would say it has also helped me as a person, right? It has helped me to really grow in the last two months, you know, so that whole thing of leadership, right? So it's been very good for me in that regard. And you asked about the oil and gas. Somehow, you know, I I see now the oil and gas industry right now in Nigeria is going through a very tough time. Firstly, oil prices have, you know, um, oil prices have declined. And then Nigeria is an economy that is heavily um, dependent on oil. So the industry right now is going through a tough time, right? And somehow, I'm, I'm no longer there. I'm now in the future. So somebody said that Erica is like you saw the future because you left the oil and gas and you literally moved to what is, you know, like, like you moved to the online business, which is what, like right now, when the oil and gas industry is going through stuff, you're literally in the future, right? So yes, I would say that the oil and gas, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I left when I did. I didn't have a clear picture of what I was doing, but I'm glad I did. And, you know, as, and that's why I'm also, for example, right now, I'm doing personal branding courses for, um, for people. And a lot of people are, are sort of targeted towards oil and gas um, engineers or people in oil and gas industry because I'm trying to help them. Um, I'm trying to help them build their personal brands in such a way that even if it all happens, the layoffs or the cuts in salaries or whatever, right, they're still able to use their knowledge and experience to, you know, create impact and make money. So for me, it's more like, okay, I've been there. I understand the oil and gas business. You know, I understand personal branding. So how can I help my former colleagues? How can I help generally professionals in this industry, right? So that is what I've been doing, like, in the last two, three weeks working with love um, professionals in that industry. Okay, that's excellent. And, and just to kind of, I don't want to, now the point of this question is not to take for free your uh, thought leadership and your expertise, but if you had to give just a few general pieces of advice for individuals, you know, in certain periods, thinking about how to reframe who they are, at least publicly brand-wise, nothing, no, no, don't tell us anything you would sell. Um, or you could if you want to, but, but um, um, tell, you know, if you just share a couple of pieces of advice for a young African, uh, a young Nigerian somewhere just sitting there, just, you know, oh, I'm, I'm in a difficult situation. I may have lost my job um, or, or, you know, my company is facing cuts. I'm not getting a salary bump this year, whatever the case may be. Um, how is, what's the appropriate way to think about their situation and how do you advise them to reframe who they are brand wise? Okay. The first thing I would always say, is you're valuable and that's the first thing that i would always tell anybody and this is not motivational talk or anything but it's the fact that you are uniquely resourced right there's something unique about you so you need to ask yourself first of all you need to tell that to yourself and sort of believe it because irrespective of how many strategies i give you if you do not think that you're valuable you would you would not stand up and work <laughs> you would not implement anything so the first thing is calm down do not panic i understand that oh you know you won't panic but do not panic because when you panic you really cannot think so firstly you're valuable secondly you know is to ask yourself um think of your experiences think of your skills right and do like a skill i call it um take like a skill inventory of what you can do right and then sort of look at how is it relevant to the current economy what can you do right so the first thing is calm down do not panic second thing is understand that you're valuable it's a mindset thing 
and it's really, really important because as a man, like I told you, see, so it's really, really important. And then the third thing is, you know, take um, inventory of the things you can do, your experiences, you know, you, because a lot of times people, 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 when people do not know how resource they are, because they always look at, oh, so yeah, that, that job has gone great. Yes, but what else can you do? You know, are you fantastic with um, modeling on Excel? Are you good with data? You know, and those th things that you think are seemingly not important, right? How can you sort of um, apply them in this current situation? A lot of companies need people to analyze data for them. You know, how can you sort of use that skill? You might not use your oil and gas engineering being on the rig skill, but you have other things, you know, that um, that need to be that you can leverage. So that those are the three things and. Quite frankly, all the things I do sort of um, this forms like a framework. So, firstly, um, not panicking. The second thing is understanding that you are valuable and it's a thing of the mind because that is what would make you ask for big things. There's a big brand, it's a very big brand in Nigeria. And you know, they were like, I was able to stand my ground and say, nope, I'm not, my terms and conditions remain my terms and conditions, you know, and until we seal the deal. And I mean, I remember some of the executives like Karika, you're very bold. Like, what made a lot of people would sort of back down, but you stood your ground. And for me, what made me do all of the, because I understood that Karika is valuable. And if you didn't need me, you would not reach out to me. Mm. So I would stand my ground and I would go for what I want, right? And so that's why I said understanding your valuable is very important because it would help you control your narrative, it would help you define your narrative. You know, and the third thing would be, your skills. So for example, now, the fact that I know how to, um, I'm someone who, I know how to break things down, right? It's something that, well, maybe my oil and gas job, my oil and gas job, it wasn't like the, it wasn't at the front burner, right? But it's something that I'm using right now for my business and, you know, the times we're in. So the truth is that you have times and seasons, right? So, I, and that's why I say do the skills inventory because different parts of your life are So yeah, in Corona season, or yeah, in the virtual industry season, or whatever, you know, ask yourself what skills or what things, the th skills can I sort of leverage in this particular season? You know, once Corona is over, it might be something else, right? But you need to think on your feet and you need to sort of keep things moving, right? So just ask yourself, yes, oil and gas phase is over for now. I'm okay, what else can I do? And how can I sort of connect with what's happening right now or the kind of job opportunities that are around me? So those are things I would say. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. I think that'd be helpful. And just to restate for our listeners, um, taking a, 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 a inventory, a skills inventory is what you said, um, of mm -hmm. what you can do, looking at, at, at the different periods in your life, uh, what can be applicable to the minute, to the moment. Um, I think those are critical things to, to do. I really agree with you. Um, um, now, just kind of, uh, kind of cycling about now. Um, you have you have worked with a lot of clients and, and uh, businesses. I would imagine both in Nigeria and abroad. I mean, a lot of people come to you for additional information. Um, what are the most common themes? Like, what are the most common things people are coming to ask you right now that are COVID specific? Mm, okay, so how to make money in this season? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, that's but, but some of you, yes. What should you say? 
I said, we're all thinking that, trust me. That's, that's a fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, that's one of them. Another thing people are asking is, you know, how do I put myself out there? How can I project my personal brand? Yeah. And then the third thing is, um, how do I start an online business? Or how can I take my business online? So these are for like companies, right? And then the fourth thing is imposter syndrome. A lot of people, you know, because right now I think that, I think that for people that have lost jobs, it has affected them negatively because some of them think that, oh, maybe because they're not enough or they're not good enough. That's why, why was I laid off? You know, why is A still on the job? And then why wasn't me? So a lot of people are dealing with a lot of, um, what's the word now? It's not mental, but I mean, some, sorry? Yes, yes, yes. So those are like the four media questions. Like, oh, Karika, how can I get my confidence back? How can I boost my confidence? Because right now, I don't think that I'm good enough. I don't think I can do anything. Or my whole life was on that job. And right now, I feel very, um, not valued. You know, I just feel like everything has been taken away from me. You know, so those are like the four things. Making money, projecting your personal brand, um, taking your businesses online, you know, so strategy and implementation. And then the fourth one would be um, dealing with insecurity, um, no confidence, all of those things. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you. Um, so I'm not going to ask you to answer all those questions and how to deal with that. Listeners, if you are looking to find that, you can find Karika on Instagram at... This is, this is your... Republic. <laughs> the Republic. That's on Instagram. Um, please give her a follow. Um, you also host webinars. You were saying um, where you yes, people. Awesome. That's excellent. That's excellent. So I have one coming up soon. Soon. Tell us about it. So um, I have so I have one that's coming up on Saturday. I don't think anybody can join that one, but I have one coming up next week. It's called um, I'm interviewing someone at the World Bank and. You know, the story is how she sort of leveraged personal branding and networking to get her to, you know, to the World Bank, right? And we, because we had a pre-conversation today and it was just very inspiring to see all the things she went through. She had like 100 news (laughs) before that one, yes, you know, so we're just going to be sharing and talking about, you know, putting yourself out there, personal branding, you know, strategic networking and just valuing people. Like the person that sort of helped her to get that final meeting was an intent, you know, and how everybody is valuable, how you shouldn't, you, you just don't know, you know, the journey of life. So yes, I have that webinar next week and I'll be talking a lot about personal branding, networking, you know, I'll share tips. So I think it's very helpful for everyone. Excellent, excellent. And, and hope and the listeners, please head over there. There's a lot to be learned, um, especially specific to the uncertainty being felt at this period. Um, mm-hmm. Erica, I'd like to thank you so much for coming on the pod to just share your story and uh, your thoughts about, about the, 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 the situation right now and how people can change themselves. I don't want to say change themselves. That sounds strange. But um, <laughs> how people can, can make themselves ready to face mm-hmm. Are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with us? Open floor, anything you want to say. Firstly, thank you for doing this. I think this is really, really, um, this is really good. This is really interesting. It's something that, one thing I have found in, in this, in this season is that people we sort of need you know to hear other people talk right so thank you for creating this platform because it's just good to understand that you're not alone that we're all in this together and that 
you know, would, would, would go through it. So I would say that, firstly, thank you for doing this. And then secondly, to everyone out there, right, we'll get through this. Yes, times are uncertain, a lot of things are happening, but just understand that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's, there's always light. So just keep it moving, take it one day at a time, you know, however you feel your feelings. <laughs> because, you know, that thing of, oh, no, you're supposed to be feeling this way, or, you know, just take it one day at a time, right? Everybody's everybody's life is different. We all react to things differently. So just understand that it's okay not to be okay and it's okay to be okay. So however it is that you're feeling, just go through the process, right? And you'll be fine. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Karak, how about you stay on the call um, while I stop recording? Uh, <laughs> listeners, thanks so much for checking us out and staying with us again this week. Um, Karika, once again, Karika Republic, and that's K-A-R-I-K-A dot Republic on Instagram. Um, I hope I don't have to spell Republic for anybody, but Republic on Instagram. Um, and yeah, yeah. And we will have her information up as well on Pod Save Africa on Instagram. Um, if you're on this podcast, just look at the uh, image there. 